Welcome to The Nourished Era, the podcast that will guide you on the path to optimal health by teaching you the science behind metabolic strategies, hormone healing, nervous system support and regulation, and everything in between. I'm your host, Chrissy Williams, women's health functional dietitian, root cause practitioner, and holistic healing advocate. And each week, my guests and I will share inspiring stories, client case studies, and expert advice on embracing your unique path towards wellness. So if you are ready to enter and fully embrace your most nourished era, full of vitality, health, wellness, and happiness, then grab your favorite mineral mocktail and your headphones. Let's have some fun and get a little nerdy. Hello and welcome to episode two. So in last week's episode, we dove into a high-level overview of the foundational pillars for happy hormones. And they were definitely more of the tactical strategies, right? Like your eating habits or how you cope with stress, how you start your mornings, when you drink coffee. It's like the actions you take every day or most days that you would need for happy hormones. And in this week's episode, I want to build on those foundational pillars with yet another layer addressing another four pillars for your overall nourished era, but they're a bit different. They are not action focused. They are more mindset focused. This layer of key mindset pillars can actually be applied to your personal goals even beyond health. And I promise it'll all make more sense once we dive into each one. Now, I bet you didn't think we'd go here, right? Especially because I'm all about getting nerdy and sharing evidence-based research and all the strategic things we need for women to feel really good. But believe it or not, this level of mindset work is actually a huge part of my hormone revival program. And I prioritize this with every single one of my clients, despite what they initially came to me for. Some of you may be listening right now and are saying to yourself, oh, I don't need this mindset work or this type of feminine woo-woo stuff. Is it my thing? Just tell me what to do. And honestly, some of my clients who first started working with me literally said the same thing. So I get it. But after working with them and honestly coaching them and coaching hundreds of women now and supported them to make big changes in order for them to truly heal, I started seeing just how much of a factor it is to include both tactical and mindset work. And After seeing those big transformations with clients time after time again, I will never not include this mindset work when I do anything with my clients. I've actually even had a couple of clients say to me like through our time together, like, wow, this mindset stuff was the thing that I never knew I needed. And it's been the one thing to finally have it all click. It's like the one factor that has helped women start to finally enjoy and appreciate their healing journeys and embrace them enough to stay consistent with all the changes that they were working to make. If we all just needed strategy or like what to do in order to hit their goals, like no one would be struggling, right? Like we'd all be hitting our goals left and right. We wouldn't need accountability coaches. We wouldn't need health practitioners. We wouldn't need therapists. I mean, I wouldn't have a job, but that's the thing. 
One, I have a group of clients who usually come to me and they're like, I am struggling. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I don't know what my root causes are. I don't know what to do. Help me. Right? That's their main issue. But then on the flip side, I also have clients come into my world and they're like, you know, I actually think that I know what to do and I know the strategies. But for some reason, the main issue is actually that I can't keep up with it all. That right there, ladies, like that is your mindset. That is your personal power. That is how you think and how you live your life. All of that lifestyle mindset stuff is going to be like the definitive factor of whether or not you get to do all of the action steps and strategies that you need to reach your goals and also to maintain your goals by continuing with those strategies and staying consistent even after, okay? Now we're going to dive in to the four pillars. I'm going to go through them just like we did last week, but I actually think that we can make this one a little bit more fun, a little bit more interactive, more of a workshop style. What I do with my clients that we can definitely do right now is as I go through each pillar, I want you to do a self audit for yourself. Like, how would you rate yourself and this specific pillar in your life? Okay. This is a way for us to get a pulse check or like a benchmark of where you currently are. And it's actually a really cool exercise, especially like I work with my clients for, you know, at least 12 weeks. So we'll do one at week one and then we'll do it at the end too. And it's really cool to see the transformation. And you can do this too. Okay. So let's do this. When I go through each pillar, I'm going to go through them, explain them a little bit, but I really want you to listen, but also in like in your head or even on a piece of paper, I want you to rate this pillar in your current life 1 to 10. 1 being oh, I never thought of it this way. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Yeah, this isn't a big priority in my life. 10 being 100% yes, I love this. I completely prioritize this. This is a big part of my day-to-day and I'm loving it. Okay, 1 to 10. If you wanted to take it a little bit deeper, you can even go and do reflections and maybe use it as journal prompts and like reflect on your answers after this episode. And I just think that would be really powerful for you. Okay, let's dive in with pillar number one, self-compassion and your narrative. Are you kind to yourself? Do you actually give yourself grace? How do you speak to yourself? Do you actually believe you can make big changes? Do you view yourself as worthy or having the life you dream of? Do you feel like you're worthy of reaching your health goals and actually living that healthful, nourished life that you want? Do you feel like you actually can be the woman who respects her body, moves her body, nourishes her body through nutrition, who is able to be present with their kids or their loved ones while also prioritizing themselves. How you speak to yourself is going to be so big. This is also giving yourself compassion, right? For example, if you are cooking dinner for your family and you're also trying to help your kiddo with homework and maybe you spill, I don't know, milk, Right? Obviously, it was an accident, but like, how do you talk to yourself in that? Are you so negative or are you giving yourself compassion? 
Are you like, oh my gosh, I hate myself. Of course, I would spill this. Of course, this is what would happen after a long day. I suck. I'm a failure. You know, that's the negative narrative. But what if you were like, oh yeah, I mean, oopsies, <laughs> this does suck. And uh, yeah, I have to clean it now, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, you're doing the best you can. It will get better. Can you see the difference between that first narrative versus the second, you know, the positive versus the negative? Are you giving yourself kindness or are you your worst enemy? And imagine that tone that you're constantly living in and Imagine trying to make a bunch of health changes too, like a lot of lifestyle changes, going out of your comfort zone. Like imagine living in that negative conotone versus positive. Which one would be more fun and enjoyable to go through, to live on? Okay, so I want you to rate yourself one to 10. And then we're gonna go into pillar two, which is happiness. So now I want you to think about your family, your friends, your home, your career, your just your life in general. And I know this is like a really big umbrella, but overall, how would you rate yourself from one to 10? How happy are you in those areas? Or are you holding underlying trauma? Are you holding a lot of stress that is just weighing you down constantly? And honestly, this is why I always suggest even getting a therapist with my clients, especially for those who have underlying traumas, right? Imagine carrying that weight with you, that negative weight that's like, no matter what you do, you're always going to have the elephant in the room. You have to address those things and cope and move, not move on, but like, how do you live with it and heal so that it doesn't impact your health and well-being anymore? And then also, do you find gratitude in every scenario? Are you able to find the positive in every case? Or are you just always honing in and focusing, dwelling on the negative? Of course, you know, the weather sucks. Of course, there's traffic, right? Like, what is the happy vibe or lack of that you are are living in? So I want you to score yourself, rate yourself from one to 10. And then we're going to go into pillar number three, which is mindset and energetics or like your perspective, like the vibe you live in, right? Like, what is the vibe that you choose to live in every day? Do you choose to live in that more positivity or are you more negative? Are you more reactionary? Meaning like if you something bad happens, you automatically try to compensate by doing something else that's negative, right? Like so if you had, I don't know, a bad work day, are you like, oh, screw this. I'm going to go to McDonald's because that's your reaction to it. But then you also realize after the fact that it doesn't support how you want to feel and then you just spiral because that's just another negative (laughs) added to your plate? Or are you going to be the one to try to change it, right? Like, okay, you had a bad day at work, but it doesn't mean that the rest of your day has to be bad. The rest of your evening has to go bad. What's something positive that you can do to kind of reel yourself back out of that, right? Feel the things, but also don't choose to let those feelings dictate the rest of your day, the rest of your time. And then energetics is more of like, how in tune or aligned do you feel with your body? Do you even know what your body is asking for or what it needs? Do you honor those needs or do you try to ignore them? Like, you know, hunger, for example, is such a basic need of feeding yourself. And if you're, you know, busy all day long and then your body's literally asking 
for food, but then you're ignoring it. How do you think that plays in? It's a huge role into how you continue to try to prioritize your health and well-being and finally, you know, feel better. How do you rate yourself one to 10 here? And then finally, we're going to end with pillar number four. And this is your support system or like your tribe. The people in your life, are they going to be your biggest hype women or are they tearing you down? And it could be women or men. The people you surround yourself with, are they your biggest fans or are they always going to hold you back? Do you feel seen around them? Do you feel cared for? This is such a big one for those of you who are trying to make big changes, right? And try to stay consistent and try to stay inspired to keep going. We don't want those people who are going to be like, oh, you're on a health journey right now. Like, tell me when you're ready to emotionally binge on chocolate or when you're ready to, you know, eat your face off, eat our faces off in Taco Bell or whatever it is. Or are they like, oh my gosh, congratulations. I love that for you. Tell me all about it. How can I support you? How can I maybe join and do it with you? Right? Imagine having that one or the other, completely different groups of support systems. One is going to keep you more inspired to keep going while the other one is just going to honestly set you up for failure. To build on this a little bit, I'll say this. I understand I've had clients who say, you know, I think my best friends or even maybe my partner is not always the most supportive. And of course, that's not always the easiest things to change, right? Nor should you have to, obviously. But I always say if you can't get it, if you can't get that support around the people that are currently surrounding you, then where else can you find your tribe that is going to push you in that way that you want to feel supported and inspired by? You know, when I have my clients come in, this is why I have a huge priority in community. If for those who want it, because not everybody wants it, right? But if you do want it and if you do need it, this is why I have a community chat. I have community meetups every month for those who want to feel seen, who want to feel heard, who want to feel they are related to in terms of working towards very similar goals, working towards making big changes that are out of your norm, having the same priorities and the same or similar mindset or thought processes around hormone healing or whatever those goals are. So yeah, that's one of the big things. If you can't find your tribe within who you currently have, then find it elsewhere. Back to the workshop, 1 to 10, how do you rate your current support system? All right. So we just went through the four pillars. I had you rate them 1 to 10. And so you know, in a perfect world, the score would be at a 40. Obviously, no one's perfect. But I ask you now, add all of your scores up and what is your score out of 40? And then I want you to first look at what are your most... Like the highest scores that you scored well in. And then I want you to celebrate that. I want you to take a moment and really find the gratitude. How fortunate are you that you have you know, really high scores in whatever pillars they are? I want you to... Celebrate that, honor it, enjoy it, cherish those things. And then on the flip side, I want you to look at those scores that are lower. And I want you to dig a little bit deeper here. And I don't want you to go down a rabbit hole of like a you know negative rabbit hole and be like, oh my gosh, you know, this is terrible. I suck, yada, yada. I want you to say, 
No, give yourself the compassion, right? And say, okay, here's where you are. It's the first part of like change is really getting clarity and awareness of where you currently are and then find, okay, how can I improve in this? How can I do better? And what is my plan to do better or improve? Like I said, one day at a time, we're always looking to get better every single day. We're not trying to make a million changes and look for perfection tomorrow, but it's all about embracing your nourished era. And that means working on things little by little every single day. Those were the four pillars I would absolutely love if you feel called to share your reflections or any aha moments or even just your score with me, you can send me a DM on Instagram. I love to hang out there. My handle is at chrissywilliams.rd. And any feedback you have, I mean, I just love connecting with all of you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I will see you here again next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Nourished Era. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review and a five-star rating. Your reviews help me grow the show's audience and my impact. Until next time.